Welcome to our podcast, Inside SAP S4HANA. There is no customer success without product success and project success. Today, we welcome Shiva Kumar HS, who is global lead of two-tier and product expert in procurement, and Raghavendra Mani, who is senior product specialist. Both are from our SAP S4HANA product success co-innovation and content team. Hi, Raghavendra. Hi, Shiva. Hi, Corina. Hey, Corina. Hi. Warm welcome to you two. It's really a pleasure chatting with you guys. First of all, I guess you know the game. You are speakers on our podcast for the very first time. So why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? So I don't know who wants to go first. Uh, maybe you, Shiva? Yeah. Thanks, Corina. I can go first. So I I've been with SAP for uh, 13 years now. So worked with uh, consulting product management, now part of a product success and customer co-innovation team you talked about. I'm leading two-tier topic for last one year, though I've been part of uh, two-tier for last four years, right from the inception of this topic. On the personal side, I'm very much into sports. For last two years or so, I picked up interest in badminton, but unfortunately, due to the current situation, not doing much on that front, pretty much locked at home. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to talk to you. Thank you, Karina. Thanks so much, Shiva. How about you, Raghavendra? Hey, Karina. Thanks for, uh, first of all, for inviting us. Very happy to be here. Really excited to do this uh, topic with you. Um, so I'm also part of Shiva's team. Uh, I work in the capacity of uh, helping customers uh, with their uh, SAP S4HANA cloud adoption journeys. So specifically focusing on getting customers to adopt the intelligent technologies like robot process automation, as well as industry 4.0. So happy to talk to you about all those things today. Thanks a lot for this introduction. I'm very much looking forward to the next couple of minutes and getting to know more of the work that you guys are doing. Actually, we have not planned only this episode uh, on the topic of two-tier ERP and how this connects to the industry 4.0. But we have also planned another episode with one of our partners, but that's, that's really just a heads up. I don't want to spoil too much, um, but first things first, you know, two-tier is a topic that we have covered in the past on this podcast. If you listen in regularly, you will know that. Um, that was already part of episode 10 and 11. If you haven't tuned into these two episodes, I can hardly recommend you to check them out. Now, before we dive more into the content of today, it would be good to have like a, a little recap maybe about the topic and what we already talked about with our colleagues Srivatsa and Santanam back then. So uh, Shiva, would you like to kick us off maybe and connect the dots to this episode from today? Sure. Thanks, Corinna. Uh, I will definitely uh, take uh, a minute or so to explain what was done in the past. So just to understand, there were two episodes made in the past. In the first episode, Shivatsan had covered what is hybrid ERP, also called two-tier model. The value of two-tier was explained and how it is being used to build multiple ERP landscapes, including the possible deployments in two-tier, like headquarters subsidy or central shared services or ecosystem model and so on. Initial readiness like master data synchronization was also covered in the first episode. Now talking about second episode, 
was named Hybrid ERP Continued, which is all about customer experiences and references in detail. We understood some of our customers like Topcon, Itachi's two-tier journey, including a partner play in that space. Typical two-tier scenario were also discussed covering procurement, finance, and sales Adobe use cases. So that's the summary in gist. Thanks so much for the quick recap. So, of course, today we don't want to cover these basics anymore, but rather build on top and also put two-tier into today's perspective. So how does two-tier relate to the industry 4.0? Yeah, uh, probably I can take it. Let's take a step back and understand what is industry 4.0 we are talking about, right? So SAP's strategy of industry 4.0, which we all call as industry 4.0 now, goes well beyond smart manufacturing plants and factories. If you go to our SAP website and take a look at our solution overview, it talks about intelligent products, intelligent factories, intelligent assets, and so on. All of them invariably cover connected systems for the purpose of seamless process execution in the distributed landscape. In the same context, ERP solutions covering connected systems play a key role in the distributed landscape to optimize all the resources. And we also advocate like start small and think big. In that sense, 2T ERP gives complete freedom and flexibility for our customers to move on to industry 4.0 in a phased manner. So talking about SAP's 2T ERP, it places many industry 4.0 use cases in the grasp of businesses existing today. So here, key use cases which you can note with the industry examples are the first one, a real-time track and trace of connected warehouses across ge geographically different units. Second one may be drop shipment by subsidies of the intelligent factory enabled by top floor to shop floor kind of a transparency. And the last one could be the full visibility of predictive maintenance schedule to the connected assets. I really like that motto that you just mentioned. Um, start small and think big. I think that's a very good one. So uh, Raghavendra, a uh, question to you. Um, As you know, um, of course, uh, you have been pretty much engaged lately with a white paper. And I also know because I've read the white paper, um, you guys have been working on that heavily for the past couple of months. Um, now, why do you see two-tier ERP as a catalyst for the industry 4.0? Maybe you can just tell us a bit more about um, the, the, the exact content of the white paper? Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely, Kulina. Happy to talk about it. Um, yeah, so taking the cue from where Shiva left off, right? So Industry 4.0 as a concept has been around for some time, but now with the all the talk in the industry going into the intelligent enterprise perspective, we are trying to talk about these four pillars that Shiva mentioned, the intelligent product, intelligent asset, connected factory kind of model, right? So when we were envisioning and conceptualizing this white paper back in Q4 of 2020, uh, our main intent was to create awareness uh, for our customers and partners about two-tire ERP being a possible catalyst to accelerate the customer's organizational journey into industry 4.0. So what we wanted to highlight in the white paper were three key aspects. One was the key business scenarios that are related to these four pillars that we spoke about from a two-tier ERP perspective. Um, also, the second one was uh, using a two-tier ERP as a starting point 
for organizations who are actually thinking of setting up a roadmap to move into industry 4.0. Maybe they're not there at the moment. And like Shiva mentioned, starting small and thinking big, maybe they have a vision of moving their entire organization into the industry 4.0 context by four or five years down the line. So setting that kind of a roadmap can be very easily achieved starting off with a two-tire ERP footing. So that was the second aspect we wanted to highlight. And third one, of course, very important for us from SAP's perspective was uh, highlighting the key pre-delivered integrations because SAP offers a lot of industry 4.0 relevant cloud-based solutions. For example, the digital manufacturing cloud and the asset intelligent network, et cetera, uh, to support end-to-end -end business processes. So we have made it a conscious decision to look at different end-to-end -end scenarios, which are leveraging the pre-built integrations provided by these cloud solutions, along with our two-tire uh, ERP offering. I can really hear a clear call to action. Um, so if you haven't read this white paper yet, you should definitely do that, else you will miss out on something. Um, now, what are the two-tier specific industry 4.0 scenarios covered in the white paper? Uh, Shiva, maybe uh, you can add and build on top of what uh, Raghavendra just talked about? Yeah, sure. Uh, I can cover uh, a little more in detail. So we already like understood there are like four industry pillars uh, talking about uh, industry 4.0. So we have taken one example like a smart factory which orchestrates uh, the resources again and then we're talking about manufacturing execution and then end of the day covering the manufacturing insights part so what's the benefit here the resource orchestration based on the real-time data enables the orchestration of resources and labor management based on the real live data eventually the paperless factory replaces the spreadsheets and paper based planning, event logging, and so on, right? In our 2 scenario, what we are visualizing is the resource level scheduling application is a cloud application, totally decoupled from the on-premises setup. With a cloud capability, we can scale up and deliver a solution to cover additional plans, which will be a really quick and easy win for customers. And not to forget, so all these end-to-end -end process will really help to execute the planning process more efficiently and also creates a centralized scheduling mechanism with the right insights to take the decision at the right time. Mm -hmm. So that all sounds really great in theory, but um, Raghavendra, how does that look in the field? Can you tell us a bit more about concrete customer scenarios for the industry 4.0? Uh, yes, Karina, I'm happy that you asked that question. So even when we were building the white paper, uh, what we did not want to do was just give customers and partners some conceptual uh, theory-based scenarios that could work on paper and yes, then integrations are available and then they can envision something on their own, right? We wanted to give them something really actionable. So uh, one of the key aspects of uh, what we've captured in the white paper was looking at already existing customer asks so I can give you a real example uh, from one of our logistics customers who, who was actually a component manufacturer in Europe. So they envisioned something called a connected factory. So in our uh, lingo, it would be intelligent factory kind of a scenario where they wanted to bring greater alignment between the top floor and the shop floor. And they really had this uh, brilliant vision of trying to build a very robust real-time operations dashboard that would let them track and manage preemptive maintenance requirements across different subsidiaries of their organization. 
so when we were trying to uh, when we heard about this requirement and we read about it uh, we said let us put this in the white paper as uh, an industry 4.0 based two tier model because this fits in very well with the framework that we are trying to uh, convey here so with the two tier model uh, leveraging uh, the internet of things based capabilities that are provided already with our industry 4.0 cloud solutions uh, customers like this can very easily ensure a seamless data flow between the different subsidiaries and also rolling up that data to the headquarters and as well as ensure that uh, the final outcome of that seamless visibility from the top floor to intricate shop floor activities is achieved thanks so much i think that example really um, brings a lot more beef to the bone so i'm sure you've covered a lot more um, also directly in the white paper But what would interest me now specifically is what is in it for our customers? Can you highlight like the, the value proposition maybe for our customers? Yes, yes, definitely. So um, we had a lot of uh, thought process around how we can actually position this to the customer. Do we actually build some scenarios, build a demo and just show it to customers and say that you can leverage this? Or uh, do we build something like an accelerator, like a document, which has all these integrations captured and just put it up in our roadmap explorer or something like that? But then we realized we have to start a little bit earlier and we have to actually tell a story, right? So the story goes like this. There are two types of customers that we have. So I'll tell you the two value propositions that we want to position using the white paper for each of these types of customers. So one of our customers is an existing install based customer or one of our early adopter customers who is in an older version of SAP S4 HANA. And they have a vision to move into two tier uh, ERP uh, or rather industry 4.0 using two tier ERP, right? So what we have done with the white paper is to try and get this vision into reality. So now with building a two tier ERP model, Uh, leveraging the capabilities, intelligent capabilities of industry 4.0, they can very quickly build on the pre-delivered accelerators, which we are already providing them, and they can see potentially drastic improvements in operational efficiencies, customer satisfaction, and overall processing costs, right? So this can be uh, a leverage by using the capabilities of 2TR ERP to automate the process steps and also align their entire business over a period of time uh, with the promise of industry 4.0. So that is one type of customer base. The other type of customer base who is more of an envisioning kind of a customer who is looking for an upgrade path or who is wanting to explore uh, this new offering that we have called cloud. So there's a lot of talk about cloud over the past few years and a lot of customers who already have their core base set up in ECC or S4 HANA on the on-premise world. We know we have a lot of customers in SAP like that. They are looking at cloud as something that is available, but uh, there is a lot of apprehension as to whether it will meet their entire requirements or not, right? Because the cloud also is an evolving solution. So what we tell these customers is, you can use 2TR ARP as another base, keep whatever you already have, and slowly and surely start moving key functions into the cloud so that you're also inculcating the cloud mindset in the organization and you're sort of getting the best of both worlds with this kind of model. So we are back with our motto, start small and think big, right? Yep. <laughs> so thanks so much for sharing these insights with us. Um, the white paper definitely is a masterpiece. So I really appreciate the insights that you just shared on top of the white paper. I guess it's a lot clearer now how Intervo and two-tier ERP and the industry 4.0 are and how much they actually can go hand in hand. Maybe one very last question on this. 
from the perspective of our ecosystem, what does Tutir bring to the table? Maybe Shivar, that is a question to you. Sure, Karina. So I can explain it a bit more. So first of all, uh, we have uh, delivered scenarios which are already kind of uh, like some customers have already adopted and the many customers out there were in the process of uh, implementing them. So most of the capabilities we talked about so far are not in drawing board anymore. They're all pretty much in action and uh, we have many customers really not adopting them. So how do we do it? So we already know the fact that two-tier ERP offers a customer the choice and the freedom to do a faster global expansion of subsidies and they can onboard their new business model as much as uh, possible in a quick time uh, across multiple tiers. So here, our primary focus is on adopting a right solution via influencer council customer members. So you must be wondering what are these influencer council members are. So we have an exclusive customer council who either have implemented to our to the ERP or they have some plans in future with their strategic interest. So while we host this uh, council members in an active manner, they get an opportunity to provide a feedback to SAP on hybrid deployment with SAP S4 on a cloud, influence the future product features, and they also get early access and, and previews. And end of the day, they can also become a showcase customers for us. So definitely, we also want to leverage some key partners there who are um, very much part of our influencer council members list. And we want to really learn and get the feedback from their hands-on experience across the globe. Great. I think that is a call to action for our audience, right? Yes, for sure. So I'm, I'm sure that there is somewhere maybe a link. Um, is there something that we can provide for everyone who's interested? Uh, yes, Karina, definitely. So the white paper already is publicly available for, I think, a month or so now. Uh, we also have a couple of blogs that uh, we have written and also our leader Sven Deniken has written a blog around the white paper and the ideas around that. So that's available in our blogs.sap.com community. Uh, and on top of that, the, the Influencer Council uh, membership that Shiva spoke about. So we have an exclusive jam page only for our Influencer Council members. So whoever are part of that uh, uh, influencer council team would know that. But even for uh, those customers and partners who are not part of that list, uh, they can definitely get in touch with us, uh, either Shiva or myself, and also find a lot of information on our landing page on sap.com. We have a dedicated 2 tier ERP landing page, which also talks about the different uh, webinars and uh, blogs that we have written. Thanks a lot. We will make sure that we link all the relevant information as part of the description field, of course, of this episode. So in case anyone's interested, feel free to look it up and dig deeper into the different assets. So looking at the time, I think we also have to come to an end already. I think we've covered a lot of ground today. Um, what is next? Do you want to keep it a secret or can we already provide like a little teaser for our audience who will be the guest next time? Yeah, sure, Karina. So I can take that. So uh, in the next episode, we're going to hear directly from our leading partner, Deloitte. We are, we are going to have a director from Deloitte 
are going to talk about his point of view from the various projects they have executed across the globe. So I'm super excited to listen to him in the next part as well. So keep watching this space. Oh, yes, me too. I'm very much looking forward uh, to the next one. So thanks so much, Shiva and Raghavendra. Thank you so much for taking your time today to chat with me about two-tier ERP and how it connects to the industry 4.0. Thanks, Karina. That was brilliant. Thank you. So don't miss out on our next episode when we talk to our partner Deloitte. I think this is really going to be a great episode again with lots of first-hand insights on running projects as well. As always, if you liked this episode or if you have any feedback or if you like to propose other special topics of your interest, please engage with us via insightS4 at sap.com. Until then, stay tuned and be inside SAP S4HANA.